you are listening to Discovery Church Podcast. We're going to jump right into the message. I want to read to you a verse uh, from 2 Corinthians chapter 14, I believe. This is the text for today, or whatever first verse it is. I don't have a podium thing or anything. There it is. Here it is. This is Paul writing says this, at first I didn't think of it as a gift. Now, Paul is referring to, um, he, he had, thank you, Janice. Told you they're the best, yeah. Um, Paul, he, he's referring to right here, the, uh, the, the text says that he had a thorn in his flesh. Now, scholars try to debate, like, what, what exactly this thorn in the flesh was. I don't think it really matters. I think the big deal is that he had a thorn in his flesh. Come on. And so... Uh, so that's what he's referring to right here. He's, he writes out, first, I didn't think of it as a gift. So he's talking about the thorn in his flesh. And begged God to remove it. Three times I did that. And then he told me, my grace is enough. It's all you need. My strength comes in its, in its own in your weakness. Once I heard that, this is Paul again. Once I heard that, I was glad to let it happen. I quit focusing on the handicap and began appreciating the gift. It was a case of Christ's strength. Now I take limitations in stride. Come on, somebody. Now I take limitations in stride, and with good chair, these limitations that cut me down to size, abuse me, accidents, opposition, bad breaks. How many know what he's talking about right there? I just let Christ take over. I just let Christ take over. And so the weaker I get, the stronger I become. The weaker I get, the stronger I become. Let's just pray one more time and then we're going to get started. Father, we love you. God, I thank you for what you're already doing this morning. God, I thank you for year five. I thank you that you, um, you are setting our path straight, Father, so that we can reach and do what you've called us to do. Father, I pray within the next few moments, God, that you would speak through me. God, that this message would fall on good ground. God, we want to leave changed, not for our own benefit, but so that we can change the world. We love you so much. And in Jesus' name, come on, everyone say Amen. Hey, so last week, if you weren't here, I told everyone the story of how I thought I manipulated my kids into cleaning the room. I told them, I said, I said, if you clean your room, daddy will take you to go get frozen yogurt. They said, okay. I gave them 20 minutes, 30 minutes, nothing changed in the room. I did that twice. Second time, I said, you know what? Daddy is not going to get you frozen yogurt and they cried and I said that's just life (laughs) but I have to tell you like I just recently had an incident where I tried the same thing with my kids we were driving in the car and uh, for those of you that have little parents listening to your kids bicker in the back seat it drives you nuts. And, and so I was just, I was like going crazy, right? And I said, guys, if you stop fighting, daddy will get you froyo. That's frozen yogurt for all the non-millennials in here. 
And uh, I said, I will get you frozen, frozen yogurt. And they said, okay, daddy, we'll stop. They stopped for a little bit. And then all of a sudden they started, bitty, 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 again. Daddy, he's touching me. I'm not touching her. Like, it, ah! Drives me insane. And I said, guys, if you want frozen yogurt, you're going to shut up. No, I didn't say that. I don't, I don't tell my, I, hey, I'm in Sonoma County. We don't say that. Um, <laughs> they kept arguing, man. And I was like, you need to stop or no fro-yo. And they said, okay, dad, we'll stop. They kept going. And I was like, fine, no yogurt. And they were and I was so mad. I was just like, these kids. Right? That's where road raids happen. And, uh, and then I found myself so mad at them. But I don't know what was taking over me. Like, I drove to the yogurt shop. <laughs> and they said, Daddy, what are you doing? You said we can't have frozen yogurt. Mommy would never let this happen. And I was like, I'm better than your mama. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say, I didn't say that. No way. <laughs> I, said, I said this. I said, guys, I know you don't deserve it. But I love you guys so much. And so daddy is still going to get you frozen yogurt. They're like, whoa, yeah. They were excited. And the reason why I'm telling you this is because really this is exactly what I want to talk to you for the next minutes about. This idea that we call grace. See, grace in its simplest definition is this, to receive something that you didn't deserve, you didn't earn. My kids, they didn't deserve it, they didn't earn it, but I love them, so I was willing to make a way. See, here, here's the same idea when it comes to the grace of God, is that there's a lot of things that God shows us that we don't deserve, we don't earn it, but because he loves us, he's willing to show it to us. And I wanted to talk to you this morning briefly about grace because in the Bible, the number five represents God's goodness or God's grace. And I was like, well, we are in year five. It only makes sense. And so really I'm filtering year five through the lens of God's grace. Whatever happens this year is not because of what we're doing, but because of the grace God is showing us in year five. And so, so we're, we're looking at, at the, the, the idea of grace in our lives. Because he, here's why grace, I believe, is so important. Because you, you can push as hard as you want. It doesn't matter your ability. It doesn't matter your strength. Uh, it doesn't matter how hard you're grinding. At the end of the day, in order for us to go from where we're at to where God wants us, we're going to fall short. As human beings, as far as trying to get to where we're wanting to go. And the only way that we're going to get from where we want to go is not by us continuing to push, but by allowing us to posture ourselves in a position that says, God, I need you to show up even though I don't deserve it. 
Even though I didn't earn it, even though I didn't work for it, God, I need your grace to show up. And so we're going to look at a story found in Exodus chapter 14. This is really a story that when I read it, I am like, oh, my gosh, there is God's grace shown to his children that he loves so much. And then we're going to be done after that, and then we're going to eat some tacos. How many of y'all just came for the tacos? Don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. It's okay. Someone's like, oh, and so we're going we're gonna to be reading out of Exodus chapter 14. I'm going to go ahead and set the stage of what's going on. Uh, Israel, God's children, they, um, they, uh, they, they were enslaved by Egypt for hundreds of years. All of a sudden, this guy Moses, God raised up this guy Moses, and Moses goes to Pharaoh. He's like, yo, Pharaoh, you let my people go. Now, it wasn't as easy as that. God had to do some, some miracles but eventually Pharaoh's like, okay, you can take your people. So Moses, he took Israel and they started journeying from Egypt to the promised land. I really think that is a map of what God is wanting to do in our lives. He wants to take us from our past to our promise. And, and so they're on this journey, okay? Eventually, as, 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 they, um, as they're journeying uh, to the promised land, they, they find themselves in a predicament. They, they find themselves in a bit of a problem because they, they run into this body of water that is blocking them from getting to where they need to be. And, um, and, and, and so in that moment, uh, in that moment, they're like, okay, let's just, let's just set up camp and let's just let's regroup. Let's figure out what, what we're going to do. So they camp basically on this beach, waiting to, to figure out what they're going to do. All of a sudden, in the text, you'll read, Pharaoh had a change of heart. Pharaoh was like, wait a second, what am I doing? These people, they were working for me for free. I'm going to go back, and I'm going to get them. And so, so Pharaoh, all of a sudden, he decides to chase after the people he just let go. And so here's Israel. They're over here. They're on the beach. <coughs> They're on the beach just hanging out, drinking virgin daiquiris or whatever. And they're hanging out, doing their thing. All of a sudden, they realize, they look up and they realize that Pharaoh and his army is coming after them. And they're like, oh. Right? They're like, what is happening? What are we going to do? And this is, we're going to pick up in the verse right here. Uh, it says this. This is, is the Exodus chapter 14. As Pharaoh approached the Israel, as Pharaoh approached, commas are good, the Israelites looked up and saw them. Egyptians! Coming at them. They were totally afraid. They cried out in terror to God. They told Moses, Weren't the cemeteries large enough in Egypt so, you, so that you had to take us out here in the wilderness to die? What have you done to us taking us out of Egypt? Back in Egypt, didn't we tell you this would happen? Didn't we tell you, leave us alone here in Egypt? We're better off as slaves in Egypt than as corpse in the wilderness. They sound like drama. It's better in Egypt. Here's what I want you to get. You guys probably can't see me if I'm sitting. 
if we can get that verse back up there, here's what I want you to see is that they, they were excited to be free. They were excited to pursue their promise. But the moment a problem arised, they freaked out. So they were celebrating, God, you're so great. You liberated us. And then all of a sudden, trouble comes. The past comes. We're like, hey, no, no. God, you hate us. We're going to die. What are we going to do? No. And I think in that moment, what happened, what took place is that the problem became bigger than the promise. I think when you get to that place where your problem becomes bigger than your promise, issues are going to happen. And so here they are, they're, they're, they're crying, they're, God save us, we, we should have just died in Israelite, or in, in Egypt. And I think we have another verse. And I love this. God, he speaks to Moses. He's like, Moses, this is how you are going to handle this situation. And watch what Moses says. Everyone needs a Moses in their life. Everyone needs someone in their life to be like, hey, I know what you're going through is horrible, but you are going to make it through. So here's Moses spoke to the people. He said, don't be afraid. Stand firm and watch God do his work of salvation for you today. Take a good look at the Egyptians, for you're never going to see them again. God will fight the battle for you. Come on, I just want to say whatever you're going through, God will fight the battle for you. And you, and this is my favorite part, and you, keep your mouth shut. John Peter translation, and you, shut up. And I remember looking at this, like this verse, and I was like, Moses, that's kind of rude. Like, why would you, why would you say such a thing? And I really felt like, like God was saying that, that Moses understood the power of your words. Proverbs talks about there's death and life in the power of your tongue. And so it's as if Moses knew these people were like, we're going to die. We're not going to make it. And pretty soon they're going to start believing that we're going to die. We're not going to make it. We should just go back. That pretty soon the words would have been, would have been penetrating their minds. And eventually your thoughts become your actions. And so Moses is like, hey, those people that are talking, that are, that are scared and, and that are causing fear in your life, shut up. Because you need people speaking in your life. You just need the right people speaking into your life. And so he said, keep your mouth shut See, the children of Israel, they were about to experience something miraculous. Because here they are, what, what I want you to see is here they are, it's, they're in the present, they're right there, their feet are at the Red Sea, their, their, their toes are, are on the beach, and, and perhaps the, their, their toes are touching the, the very water that's their problem. 
They're trying to get over here to their promise. And then all of a sudden their past is chasing after them. I think if we're honest, a lot of the times as we try to to push past where we're at in order to get where God wants us to be, there's always our past chasing after us. Saying you can't do it, you won't make it. You're going to die, you're going to fail. Don't they know? Don't you know what you've done in the past? Don't you know those demons that are still in your closet? Don't you know? And in those moments, you have one of two choices. One of two choices. You can give up. Or you can step out. That's all it is. Give it. Give in or step out. Give up, step out. It's your choice. It's your choice. And I love the, the closing text right here. In Exodus chapter 14, verse 21. This was the plan. This was their plan. Moses assembled all the elders of Israel. He said, select a lamb that is not the right verse. Exodus chapter 14, verse 21. Y'all can just write that down. It says this. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And God, with the terrific east wind all night long, all night long, with the terrific east wind all night long, made the sea go back. He made the sea dry ground and the sea waters split. And here's where we're going to land the plane today. Here's what I want you to see. Is that Israel, they decided rather than going back to what was chasing them, what held them in captivity, that would, rather than going back, they decided to step out. And what we see is this guy Moses in verse 21, it says that Moses stretched out his hands. And it's very interesting that, that the verse starts off with that. It's very interesting that it doesn't start off with God split the sea when Moses stretched out his hands. It's very interesting to me that the first thing that you read is Moses stretch out his arms. See, and if you're not careful, you read that, and, and it's very easy to think that it was Moses that created the miracle. But it wasn't Moses that created the miracle. It was Moses' willingness to step out and hold his hands up. And then I love it. It said Moses stretched out his arms and then God, and God caused the seed to go back. And here's what I love about this and we're going to end because they're ramping up the music. <laughs> here's, what, here's what I want you to understand. Is that Moses was not the cause of the miracle. It was God. We established that. But I think that there is something about Moses being there saying, hey, I, 
you want me to stand here with my arms stretched out and you're going to have the sea? Okay. <laughs> so I think it was an act of faith for Moses. And so I want to say to you, whatever you're going through, God's grace is there. He, he's going to get you through it. But I believe that there's an act of faith of you having to step out and to stretch out your arms and say, all right, God, I believe your grace is going to show up. I don't deserve it. I didn't earn it. But, but here I am. And I know that you're going to come through. I don't understand how you're going to split that water, man. I don't get it. But I do know your grace is sufficient for me. I do know that your grace is enough for me. I do know that in my weakness, when I know that I can't push any harder and I can't go any further, I know that in my weakness, your strength is perfected. So we know the story. Moses arms up and God did his thing. He got his people through that watery grave, became a walkway because of the faith of Moses, but also maybe even more so because of the grace of God that he wanted to show him. So this morning as we close, that is the posture of discovery going forward. We understand that if we're going to get to where God wants us to go, that it's going to take us to step out in faith. But also anything else that happens, it's because of God's grace. And we understand that as a church, and we started this from the very beginning, that we will do everything that we can in the physical and allow God to take care of the spiritual. And so God's grace does not mean that we can just stay complacent on the beach. It doesn't mean that we can just sit on the beach with our little virgin daiquiris, drinking, hanging out, doing kumbaya, singing, oh Lord, you're beautiful, and just sitting and waiting because we got a part to play in this, y'all. We got a part to play and we will keep pushing and keep moving forward until we can't any longer and then we know that's when God's coming and our weakness, His strength is perfected. His grace is more than enough for what He wants to do in our church. And so this morning, I want you to know y'all are part of the journey with us. We want you to join in. Listen, this ride is going to be crazy. We thought the first five years were going to be amazing. Ain't nothing. We have not seen anything yet. The best is yet to come. And so we're building this now, not for us, but we're building this for generations to come. I'm building a church not for my kids, but for my kids' kids and my kids' kids' kids so that they can have a place when they get older that they can come and they can experience the love of Jesus as they are and understand that God and His timing through community, through the work of the Holy Spirit will transform hearts, change minds, and do what He wants to do 
mistiming. So this morning I'm asking, would you join us in this journey? We're going to sing a song and then we're going to end. We're going to have tacos and if you could just stand. so many stories of people who say that I've never been church, I didn't like church they, they've come and they've experienced the love of Jesus in its truest form that's what we're about making Jesus famous y'all making Jesus famous thank you for listening to Discovery Church Podcast remember we will have a new message for you every Monday at 5pm Make sure to like and subscribe and you will be notified when a new episode is ready for listening.